Today, we have Melissa Lynn. She is a previously successful chemical engineer turned into multiple six-figure business coach and business owner. Over the course of two and a half years, she was trying to find DIY her online business and it went nowhere. She was barely making $1,000 most months until she decided to push past her fears and take real action. After figuring out powerful strategies and shifting her mindset, she went from barely making anything to fully thriving in it. She now helps other women do the same in her business. Um, Melissa, welcome. I'm so excited to hear more about your story, but also what we're actually going to be talking about specifically today is social media. And uh, the title of this is going to be Mastering Your Social Media. So um, I have been on social media for, I feel like I was one of the original Facebook people, you know, back in the day. <laughs> only Facebook. Um, and now social media, there's so many different platforms, Snapchat and just all the different things and some that I feel like I am foreign to. So welcome. I look forward to this conversation um, and to get to know you a little bit more. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so excited. I definitely have an interesting story, but it's also a story that I feel a lot of people can relate to because of the nine to five and just the way I was grown. I grew up and things like that. Lots of tradition in my family. So I'm definitely excited to dive into that with you today. So tell me, like, what brought you here? Like, what was, if you can't just give us that, not like, like, so give us that short version of yes. you know, how you're doing, what you're doing. Um, and that nine to five that you're talking about. For sure. So I'll start from the very, very beginning, but I will make this as short as I can. So I grew up in a very traditional family. Um, I'm half Chinese. So my mom came over from Hong Kong and my grandparents didn't speak any English. However, I swear to you, they, the like two words that they actually did know were doctor and husband. And I'm not kidding when I say that. So that was what success looked like to them was go get a college degree, go be a doctor, go bring in lots of money, go find someone who can support you. Like that was put into my head of, okay, that's what I need to be happy to be successful. So I went to college, uh, couldn't handle the blood. So I actually moved from going to the doctor route to chemical engineering and got my chemical engineering degree. Oh, Graduate. like that was such an easy move though. Like that's still a really hard degree. Let's not like kid ourselves. It was, but you know, I'm, I've always been so great with math and science. So um, I was, I loved doing it and I was really good at it. And then of course I get into the real world. I get my first you know, great paying job as a chemical engineer. And what ended up happening was I was working a lot. And I mean, like 15 hour days, 14 hour days, weekends, I was on call 24 seven. And I didn't have any vacation. I think I had maybe a week of vacation a year. I had never left the country. Like there's all of these things. And I was telling myself the story back then of like, you know what, this is just what I need to do before I can be successful. It's what everyone else does in their mid twenties, early twenties. Then I started to look around at my boss and my boss's boss and the owner of the company and everyone was still there when I left at the end of the day. And so like ding, ding, ding for me, uh, well, you know what, maybe things aren't going to get easier. Maybe they're not going to get better right? Like, when am I going to be able to travel and like really live? And so 
And this was back in like 2012, 2013, 2014, feels like ages ago, I was starting to have these feelings of, okay, there's got to be more, how can I create a bigger impact? And back then, I was really into health and fitness. And so I was doing bikini competitions, bodybuilding, and started getting onto social media as well. And ding, 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 I had some people reach out to me and ask me, Melissa, can you help me? And I was like, oh, I can help somebody solve a problem that they have. And so I turned that into my first business and scaled that after a few years of trying to DIY it myself. And after that, I just loved the business side so much. I transitioned to business coaching full time. And that was a few, almost four years ago now. And it's been such an amazing roller coaster. And I absolutely love what I get to do. But it definitely isn't what my parents expected me to be doing. Now I coach and support other women who are wanting to start their businesses, scale their businesses. I have clients who are just starting. I have clients who are scaling to six figures, multiple six figures and beyond. But that is my story as quickly as I can put it together and share with you without missing any many, any big parts there for you. I'm just curious. This is totally a personal like question, but do your parents even know what you do now? Like, I feel like my parents, uh, I, I also followed a very different path. Uh Um, and like, I'm pretty sure they don't even really know what I do. (laughs) Well, great question. They know I'm not in my nine to five. They know I'm not doing engineering work anymore. Um, however, they don't get what I do. They don't, they don't get it. I, I've tried to share with them and I've tried to kind of walk them through it. And my dad, I love my parents so much. You know, I wouldn't be here without them, of course, but my dad will still make like little comments Comment. here and there of like, well, do you want to, you know, maybe make, start an engineering firm or an engineering consulting firm and like this and that. And I'm like, no dad, thank you. <laughs> so they do, the thing they is- don't. Yeah, it's it's hard. And I think that's one of the biggest things is it's hard growing up and, and there's got there's a shift, right, where we become our own people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to let go of some of those things, like thinking of them as the authority or them knowing it all or them knowing the best or mm-hmm. and ultimately you've got to become like an adult. <laughs> I'm saying this yeah. as I feel like I'm an adult, right? Uh, but you make the shift of, you know, this is what's best for me. And and it's not even parents, it's any influential people in your life. And right. Um as we learn and as we go and as we figure out what's best for us and set those boundaries. Um, so I'm curious, uh, this conversation about social media, um, I, I feel like I have launched uh, successful businesses mm-hmm. um, using social media. It's such an amazing platform. It's such an amazing tool. Yeah. But at the same time, I also was a very public figure and I kind of became um, uh, realizing I didn't want to be as public. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, and experiencing some burnout and some different things. So I've actually backed up in my social media. And the question I, um, I asked myself, or I get asked a lot is, does that have an impact to your business? And I'm sure the answer is yes, mm-hmm. um, it has. And I don't know um, how to scale that or, or whatever. But I think for a lot of people, they want to just grow their social media. They want to just understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it from another perspective and another angle because social media, in my opinion, is an amazing tool. Right. 
if it's used the right way and it's used in a positive way, mm -hmm. um, a lot of times though, social media can be used in a very negative way. People get on there and scroll and lose track of time and follow a bunch of things. And those things might make them feel less. And when I say they, like I, that, that's something that <laughs> I've even done, you know, um, oh, yeah. it's that comparison thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it can be a theft of joy and, and we have to figure out how to use it as a tool, a tool to connect, a tool to grow, a tool to, you know, be an inspiring space for us. Um, right. And so I've really been honing that in for myself and um, being off social media more and giving myself grace in those areas. Cause for a long time I was wired to show up, show yeah. up on stories, show mm -hmm. up on, you know, in all the different areas. And um, I honestly feel like even in some ways I was feeling some empty gaps in my life, even with social media. Does it make sense? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And I, I hear you and I feel you there because I've definitely had like my own burnout moments with social media. And as you said, it's an amazing, amazing tool. I, my business would not be where it's at right now without social media. I can definitely tell you that. However, like now with where I'm at after everything I've learned over these years, I am so strict with myself and I'm so intentional when I do go into social media. I cannot tell you how many people in, whether it's in the industry or even friends of mine who are also coaches or in the same space that I've muted or just don't follow anymore because I need to stay in my lane and just be so intentional because I don't want to be scrolling, right? We started our businesses so that we aren't getting distracted by social media and we can go and actually be present and enjoy and go travel and go enjoy a whole movie without scrolling on social media like with our partners. So I definitely, definitely can feel you there. Yeah. So let's let's talk about someone. Let's switch the gears. Um, <laughs> why is social media so important for online businesses? So as someone that has online businesses, I can attest it's very mm -hmm. important. Um, but why is it so important? Do you feel like? I would say the biggest reason it's important is if you want an online business, your leads, your potential clients, your future sales, they will find you through online platforms, which means social media. So if you're not on social media, it's going to be very difficult for people to find you if you have an online business. And so that's one of the biggest reasons why it's so important. And then of course, there are many little like factors that we can definitely add on top of that for how it can bring you new people every single day, how you get to connect with your leads every single day, how you can add value and create an impact in this world through social media as well. I would say that's probably the most important thing is it can connect you with those people that you can help, that you can support, especially if you want an online business. Well, um, one of the things with social media that I have noticed in the past when I, I used to do business coaching and even social media coaching and all that, I haven't been in that space in, in a minute, mm -hmm. but, um, bios, like I think that are one of the most overlooked things with social media that are not used as a tool. So mm -hmm. having precise bios that are simple and that if you have multiple companies, like easy, the ease of clicking through and making sure, what is your opinion on bios and what are your recommendations with those? Oh my goodness. I agree 1000%. So your Instagram bio, like think of it as like your new business card. It's like your future business card with one quick search. 
people can find you and they can land on your profile. You know, if you think about it, they're only going to spend two or three seconds before they either stay or swipe away. It's kind of like at a company or like an HR department where they've got a whole stack of resumes. They spend what, like two seconds per resume, if that, like maybe even not that long. Same thing with your Instagram bio. Like that is what's going to push people to stay or swipe away. And so there's a lot that you can do there, but we want to treat it as your bio, like your business card, share who you are, who you help, how you help them, but provide easy links for them to get more information. Whether you have a link in your bio with a resource page or a link tree, the easier it is for your audience, the easier it is for a potential client or potential customer, the more likely it is they're going to take action or actually stick around. So definitely like who you are, who you help, how you help them. I like to call that like an I help statement, but then links and call to actions for what to do. We get to tell people what to do and share and show them the route to take if they want to take a next step with you. So I would say for your bio, that's definitely the most important. Be very clear. They only allow X amount of characters. So be very clear and very intentional. Again, very intentional. We are going to take a quick little break to hear a word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by startplanner.com, your tool for a more organized life. Featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Inc.com, Start Planner was created to meet the demands of today's busy lifestyle, helping you to plan, execute, and organize every aspect of your life in one concise system. Align schedules, to-dos, finances, health, wellness, goal setting, and clear action steps to all work together and drive results. Learn more at startplanner.com. So... Let's act like I don't know the answer to some of these questions I'm going, because there are a lot of people that social media, and you realize this, social media is foreign. Like it's absolutely foreign. And mm-hmm. um, it, it is because it actually like some platforms are foreign to me. You know what I'm saying? Like Instagram, I feel like I'm comfortable with, but there's other platforms I'm not. So how do you know, number one, what platform it's okay to be on. Like, so should I, Mm -hmm. if should I, as a business owner, be on all platforms or should Mm -hmm. I just be on the ones that I'm comfortable with? Or should I just be looking at where my audience is potentially trying to be there in those platforms? What is your recommendation with that? And once you answer that question, like how do we leverage then social media for our businesses? Yeah. So I do not recommend starting on 10 different platforms. Please do not do that. What's going to happen is you're going to put 10% of your energy into each platform, and it's going to take a very long time to get you to where you want to go. Start with one or two, and I want you to ask yourself the question, of, okay, where is my potential customer? Where is my potential client? Where are they spending their time? So for example, I'm a business coach. So my potential clients, the people who are going to want to learn from me and hear about my you know, value and my stories and things like that, they're definitely on Instagram and definitely over on Facebook. If you're a career coach or you're looking into that field, they're most likely going to be over on LinkedIn. So that's probably what something that you want to start to leverage for your business. So I would really ask yourself, where is it that they're spending your time? 
For most, it's usually Instagram and Facebook, but there's definitely some outliers like that career coach example where it could be over on LinkedIn. And then no matter what social platform you get onto, there are so many ways that we can really leverage it. So sharing value to your audience every day, for example, um, I'm doing a mini training on my Instagram stories today. I'm letting my audience vote what they want to learn about. You can very easily connect with people as well. We connect with people all day throughout our stories and, you know, in the DMs and things like that, just creating relationships and building relationships with people and really leveraging social media to sell in your business as well. So adding value, selling, and really moving the needle forward for you and your business. I would say those are all things that you can do and utilize. It's ways that you can leverage your social platform for your business. Love it. Um, what are your, some of your favorite ways to use social media in your business? I love, I love adding value. It's one of my non-negotiables in my business. Um, every single day I add value somehow on my platforms, whether it's a new podcast episode or something new on Instagram or a mini training. And so adding value is definitely a big one because I do believe your value is your pitch at the end of the day and using it to also sell and, you know, sharing what's possible for others and just creating that impact. So definitely adding value and definitely selling. And just the fact that you can get in front of so many people so quickly, I think is so cool. Like we didn't have this 20 years ago. Like I can't even imagine trying to build a business 20 years ago or 30 years ago. It would have been so different than how it is now. You can start a business with very little overhead and online business with very little overhead these days. It's so amazing. It's pretty cool. It is. And the nature of social media though has changed um, so much. I mean, <laughs> like back in the day, you could have a Facebook page and you could be able to promote to that Facebook page. And now that's completely changed and mm -hmm. that's different. And um, what is your thoughts on social media? And uh, I always say that, that there's one thing that can guarantee you about social media it will change. So I always t tell people from a business perspective to always use so social media to leverage, to connect, to add value, mm -hmm. but you're really driving them to that one point. That one point to me, in my opinion, is a newsletter. That's something that you own, you can control. And the goal would be to up that retention. And, and it's not even just newsletter now it's newsletter and SMS. That is kind of the big new thing too. Yeah. Um, so what is your opinion on, um, social media and growth and, and driving to an endpoint. Do you agree with that? Or is there, there's something different or more? I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. And I, if we think back to, I remember when I first started my business with Instagram, like stories were not a thing. I don't even know if DMS were a thing back then. There was definitely no swipe up. And so we really get to be open to pivoting and no reels. Reels are a big thing. Yeah, now. Reels are huge now. IGTVs. Um, there's just so many new things and there's going to continue to be new things as well. So be open to pivoting. That's going to be so important just as a business owner as well, not even just social media, but just other things going on in the world. Just be open to pivoting because you may need to pivot social media. You will definitely need to pivot. And yes, exactly. As you mentioned, you know, your email addresses are the only things that you actually own. So if Mark gets mad at the world or upset and shuts Facebook down, I don't know if he can do that legally, but 
if somebody shuts it down or hacks it or whatnot, like we lose all of that. You lose your content. You lose all of that value you've put on. You've lost all your followers. And so your email address, those emails are the only thing that you actually own. So drive them somewhere so that you can be collecting that information and nurturing them that way, because you can really utilize that like through a newsletter and through sales emails, exactly as you mentioned. So 100% agree with, with that and just be open to pivoting because new things will come and explore it because Instagram, especially they definitely, um, they support those even more who do try the new things, right? If you're using reels, it's a lot easier to get in front of more people versus IGTVs right now or something else. So just be open to pivoting. That's what I would say. (laughs) I love it. Um, What are the top items you recommend focusing on daily to utilize social media for your business? And I also would say, are there any apps in particular that you recommend to be able to manage and save time with social media? Yes, I love this. I love this question. So there's a few things I might start just blabbing about social media. So I'm going to go into it first with really sharing that I love adding value. I love selling on social media. I love connecting. I chat with so many people throughout the day, whether they, you know, love my content or whether I can give them a tip in the, you know, DMs, just opening conversations and connecting with people. I think a lot of us have really just lacked connection the past year and a half with everything going on right now in the world. And so those are definitely my favorites. Let's be intentional with social media when we're hopping onto social media. And so if this, this, this may trigger some people. So I want to put a warning out there. Um, turn off social media, no, social media notifications. We don't need to know every time somebody likes a comment, somebody likes a piece of our content or comments or something or DMs you. That is going to change your world if you turn off social media notifications. It's one of the first things I recommend my clients do. It's going to give you so much relief. I'm not sure if you agree there, but I 100% (laughs) agree. I mean, I used to be so dialed in with all of that and how do I watch and all the things and I don't wear an iWatch anymore and all my notifications are turned off. They've got to be and people don't need to hear back from you the instant they message you. You've got stuff you're doing. You've got a life you're trying to live as well. So definitely turn those social media notifications off and you don't need to be in there all day long right? Be very intentional with what you're going to post. Like I will not open up Instagram unless I know, you know, exactly who I'm going to go message or what post I'm posting. And actually most of our stuff is automated these days. So we love, I love using the app later um, to self-publish, automate. You can even prep stories there as well. So that's one of my favorite tools. I know a lot of people, it's kind of a preference thing. Some prefer the app plan or Planoli. Um, I know buffer is a great one as well, but I've used, I've been using later for the past year and a half or so. And I really, really like it. It's easy for my team to get in there as well. Um, and know that you're allowed to recycle your content, So you are allowed to reuse content you've already created. You don't need to be creating brand new content every single day. I would say once you're at about the three month mark in your content, you can start to reuse them. So instead of creating four posts every single week, use one older one and then maybe three new ones. Start to bring some of your old content in because not everyone's seen it, especially with the algorithm these days. Not everyone is going to see it. 
So you're definitely allowed to repurpose that stuff. And if they have seen it once or twice or three times, amazing. It's a reminder for them because people do need to see things multiple times. So I would say just those are the biggest things. And I mean, I could talk hours and hours and hours about this, but I would say those are the biggest things um, to start to think about or put your focus on when it comes to social media. Be intentional, turn off notifications, and try and automate some, repurpose some content to save you some time because you don't need to you don't need to be spending your entire day on these things. I completely agree. Well, Julia, thank you so much for this conversation today. Can you let everyone know where they can find you? where they can, uh, you know, they want to up their level of organization with social media and their impact and their business and the ROI. Um, how can they find you and connect with you? For sure. I would say my Instagram handle is going to be the easiest place to find me. So my handle is at to the little at handle, the Melissa Lynn, and then my website as well. I've got everything up there. So the Melissa you can find it. And of course I've got that link in my bio. So just feel free. Come say hi over on Instagram. I don't bite. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so, so much for being here, Melissa. And, um, you guys go give her a follow and check her out. If you want to work on, I don't know if mastering is ever a thing, uh, (laughs) but if you want to work on leveraging and getting your social media better, um, that works for you and your life and, and balance. Um, so check her out. And thank you again, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye-bye. You can find any links discussed in this podcast in the description below. If you like this episode, please leave us a review and hit the subscribe button. It helps us so much. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We are here weekly with brand new episodes. See you guys soon.